Welcome back to Unsolved Mysteries of the Reservation, everybody. We are back for another episode. Um, we're going to start off this episode with some listener stories. Um, just, I don't know, they're about spirits, I guess? Yeah. Um, so I had uh, commented on uh, Stinjati's Facebook page one day and you know, I said, hey, you know, you got you got a story. And, you know, I didn't think he's going to get back, but he got back. I was like, all right, I'm going to hit the DMs and see what happens. So basically, I just asked him, you know, what's a spooky story you have, you know, and, you know, maybe something, you know, you got, you know, a story we can tell. And, you know, he goes on, you know, he, he starts to tell me there's a story, or I guess a house that he used to live in with his family. And, you know, it, it was a time when his daughter was real young. And his, you know, family was real young, and basically, what she, what, basically, what was going on was that she was uh, talking to someone or something in the house, and you know, he started asking questions, and he's like, you know, what's, you know, who are you talking to, you know, and I told the story, you know, prior about you know a house that had that similar type of thing, and you know, he go, you know, he goes on to, you know, you know, to tell me that. You know, basically the house that they lived in, the, the daughter was talking to, uh, to you know, these two entities, and at all times, at all times in the night, they were messing with his daughter, his family member, and basically, when when that family member did not want to play with these things at like three in the morning, uh, the family member would then tell would say, "Hey, there's another two that are coming in." After like she said no, another two spirits would come come in the you know in the room and be mean to her, mm-hmm. call her names and you know and and basically you know tor- not torment her but just basically you know do you know say things about her and pinch her and pull her hair and just mess with her. So then, you know, I you know I kind of asked him you know uh, you know kind of what you know. You know what do you think that is? You know he he didn't really respond, but he just basically told me that once he, once they, um, you know he did some things, you know, smudge, and you know he's he kind of went away, but his his daughter's older now, and he you know he basically just said you know that you know he kind of led him off in another direction in his life, you know, when it came to you know making taking care of himself, you know, when it comes to these spirits. But you know I appreciate Stinjati getting back to us, you know, you know, and telling us that that story, you know, about those spirits. Cause I think, you know, it's prevalent when, you know, we talked about in, the, in what was it? Two episodes ago about, you know, you don't know kind of what you're getting into until you get into it. You know, so I shout out to Stinjati, man. He's, I listen to his stuff every day. You know, I appreciate him, you know, uh, giving us that story, you know, uh, it's, it's pretty cool to be honest with you. Yeah. <clears throat> shout out to Stinjati. Thank you for the story. And any thoughts, Chris, Tyler? No, that just kind of reminded me of um, this real scary story about my cousin. Uh, when he was little, like little, little, like like two, like little, little, he always said that uh, he had a, a, a pet monkey and he would like talk to this monkey and like, you know, um, play with it and like it was kind of like an imaginary friend and uh he had that he would talk to that monkey and 
like I said, he did this for probably about almost a year. And then um, my aunt said one day uh, he started, he was in the back seat and he said, he just started crying. My cousin was crying and she said, what's wrong? And he goes, my monkey jumped on that man's motorcycle. And she said after that day, he never talked about that monkey again. Hmm. <laughs> <Whoa>. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like she said, like he would have conversations with it. Like, you know, it was like a little imaginary friend and play. And then when he cried and she said, he, but after that day and he cried and never talked about it again. So whatever it was that left him is jumped on that man's motorcycle. <laughs> yeah. Man, so yeah. it sounded like it jumped from, ah, that's yeah, crazy. that's what he said. You know, um, They've always said, you know, uh, especially with children, you know, their their minds are open, their imagination is is open, and they're able to see those things, you know. And I'm always uh, curious when I hear people talking about their children have imaginary friends and how interactive they are, and just like in the, that story, you know, it, that imaginary friend someday just leaves, mm-hmm. you know, and goes and. You know, for old Indians, you know, they used to uh, have a, a, I guess what you would say, a medicine for these children, you know, to kind of wash off when they see these things, you know. And if they continue to see them, they would teach them things, too, you know, about sight, I guess what you might say, and being able to see things and, and, you know, uh, learn certain things, you know, and. That I always thought was cool was when, you know, you heard tribes talking about twins. Mm. You know, and twins or triplets, one of them usually has that ability stronger than everyone else. Now, mm. you know, I said this before, you know, they say everybody has that ability. But when we become adults, we kind of cut it off our, 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 our thoughts, you know. and and But everybody has that ability to reopen those kind of sites Mm -hmm. and you know everybody's been in a place where the hairs stand up on the back of their neck Mm -hmm. you know everybody's experienced that or you go into a room and you know people aren't getting along Mm -hmm. you know you could just cut it with a knife you know that's all in the same ballpark Mm -hmm. you know so i believe these kind of stories especially when it comes from children you know uh, um a lot of these uh, entities and beings, you know, they visit children. Some are good and some are bad. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I hope, you know, that's a little bit education on those things for youth. You know, they old timers, you know, they used to really watch their children. Even when they would go outside and play, whether you, you were being watched or not. I, I can recall, you know course everybody's been told you know come in you know when the sun goes down mm-hmm. when those street lights come on <laughs> you better be in that room you exactly. know yep. yeah and it's it it's because of those kind of things they knew those things you know roamed around and some of them they would take off with children you mm-hmm. know and you would never be seen again or, or you'd come back and you know maybe your mind would be blown mm-hmm. you know yeah. Those are the stories I've always heard about, like LPs and children. <clears throat> a lot of times, like they will reveal themselves to children a lot of times mm-hmm. and play with them. Um, but then, like you said too, lead them off, get them lost, mm-hmm. you know, um, take their things, 
mess with their mind, mm. you know. Um, so that's always been a correlation with LPs and and kids too, mm-hmm. you know. So those are some stories I heard. I just remember like my grandma always telling us like, "Don't jump in puddles," mm-hmm. you know, because the LPs they'll get you. Yeah. <laughs> like they live down there in those puddles, mm-hmm. and it probably was just to keep us from jumping in rain puddles, you know. But I'll tell you what, I believed it. <laughs> they used to also tell you know. You know, like you go to these old dances or churches, you know, they would tell those guys, you know, be careful where you throw your water out, you know, because you might throw it out on them, mm-hmm. you know, and really make them mad. You don't want to make them mad or, you know, you're taking out trash, you know, you know, make sure you put it where it belongs, mm-hmm. you know, because you might be terrorizing their home Yeah. and, you know, they're going to get mad. So, you know. You know, I know some people that don't believe, they'll say, oh, those are just stories to scare kids. But, you know, I have to say, you know, I've been around for 21 years. No. (laughs) But uh, uh, I've seen many things in those 21 years. And, and, you know, those, you know, I, I know definitely exist. Yeah. You know, I've even shared pictures of their homes. Yeah. You know, and things like that, you know, and. And so, with that being said, you know, I, I definitely believe, you know, into those things, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, you know, also spirits going visiting children. You know, yep. you, you'll, you'll hear stories, especially now, you know, with that uh, uh, Facebook and, uh, I'm sorry, I'm, uh, I'm, my mind's going crazy, but I can't hardly think. What is that other one called? Oh, Instagram, and, TikTok. Yeah, yeah Instagram, TikTok, you know, and. <clears throat> anyway, you know, you see all those videos of, you know, the babies being slid around or yeah. they'll be picked up in that crib, you know, and, mm-hmm. you know, those, those spirits, they just love babies. You yeah. know, those those new 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 beings, they call them, you know, and, and you know, spirits will want them, you mm-hmm. know, want, want what they've got. They've got new life. They, they uh, we call it... Uh, Life in essence, maybe. Yeah, their essence is so yeah. strong. You know, those spirits, yeah. they just love it. And so they always say, you know, when you have children, there's there's certain ways that you you, you doctor their rooms. Mm-hmm. You know, in in a way to keep those kind of things away from them. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, and you know also when they go outside and play. But you know, a lot of people they don't talk about those things anymore. Mm-hmm. And so anyway, I, that's about all I want to say on that. Yeah, you know, like I said, just going back to, you know, Stanjati's story, you know, it's, you know, that's, that's, stories like that are, like I said, I've mentioned before with, you know, on a prior episode that those are, those types of stories are the ones that really spook me out. And, you know, I get, I get, you know, I think about my daughter, you know, going through some of the stuff that I went through as a kid, you know, and seeing the, you know, guy on the roof, you know, or, you know, seeing shadows, you know that, that there's nothing there, but there's something there. So you know, I I relate to those those stories in that way. You know, and there's all there's plenty of stories out there. You know, if you got a story like that, let us know. You know, those are those are interesting to me. Um, but uh, kind of moving on from that, you know, I know you know we talk about things um, on this podcast. You know, that can be, you know, I won't say dangerous, but I guess it would be. That would be the word. Things that you know that are, I, I said I don't want to say dangerous, but you know there are things that taboo, not Itchy. 
Yes. Touchy's the word. Sensitive. Um, a topic. And I think us having these conversations and letting the younger crowd know, you know, because if I hadn't asked questions, I wouldn't know some of the things that I know. And with that being said, you know, Chris has something that kind of been on his heart. You know, he kind of been wanting to talk about last, you know, episodes that we, you know, we're going to get to today. And, you know, Chris, I will pass it off, pass it off to you. Yeah, before I, I go into that, though, I just want to make sure, you know, you guys don't have any other listener stories or whatever. I know I got, it's not a listener story, but I got called from, uh, Russell, you'll have to help me with the name. Adrian. I think yeah. it's Adrian. Yeah. Adrian Echohawk from Pawnee, Oklahoma. I'm naming her like that. <laughs> she Call lives that. on Third Street. No, I'm just kidding. No, uh, she called me up the other night. It's probably about a, what was it like last week or so? Her and I guess her and her friend, they went to uh, Pawnee uh, on the uh, reserve. They have a new playground out there that was just built. <clears throat> and they were out there kind of towards evening time. Her and her friend, they both had their kids out there. And they was over there, you know, just running around and. Anyway, they said they saw this uh, merry-go-round. It started spinning, and it started picking up speed. And said her and her friend, you know, looked at that merry-go-round, you know, and there was just kind of shock because it was picking up speed. Then suddenly it stopped, and then it started going the other way. Mm. And uh, her friend, I forget what her friend was name was I want to say it's Laura or Lori or something like that she said uh, well it's got to be the wind you know it's probably the wind and then they both looked at the swings and they weren't even moving mm. and uh, so they sat there for just a little bit longer and then they said the, it stopped moving and the furthest swing from them started to swing back and forth and it started getting higher and higher and they both noticed that none of those other swings were moving mm. so they got their kids and they left mm. and I thought that was pretty cool so you know she wanted to share that was it yeah. in the middle of the day? no it was uh, towards the evening time oh. so anyway I guess it got you know it was when it was kind of dark, but mm. not dark, you mm. know, and, and stuff. So, anyway, I thought that was pretty cool. She mm. was calling, what do I do? What do I do? I said, get out of there. <laughs> <laughs> I said, go, girl, go. Nah. Get your kids. Get out of there. <laughs> I said, I wasn't even, I would have called nobody. I just jumped in my car and gone. <laughs> I wouldn't even got those kids. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just left them. I know that. You belong I didn't to, to the playground now. I didn't mean to. Did, Russell, did you have another story? I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, but I've seen videos of uh, on TikTok where, I don't know, just be some person filming and they're like, check this out. And one, one like, swing will be swinging mm. and the rest will just be still. Like, they won't be moving at all. No wind. Or he's like, and then the person's like, no, there's no wind. There's no nothing. But yet, you know, the swing's just. Swinging away as if somebody's in it. 
And so I've seen a few videos of those on TikTok where there's some in the daytime. There's a few at night. But, I mean, it's just out in the middle. Nobody's around. It's just that person filming. And then, you know, of course, it's like, where's the string? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, he probably just went over there and pushed it and then started filming. But he's like, no. And so I don't know, though. But, I mean, playground stuff. I mean. You know, uh, um, I'll have to say this, you know. Oh, oh, like I said, over my 21 years, I said no, but uh, I've I've actually been to several haunted you know playgrounds. Mm-hmm. Some are brand new, you know. Some are super old, and I even posted a picture on one uh, on my Instagram that's famous mm-hmm. for having children spirits, you know. And I I I think that you know. Way back then, you know, you had a lot of children pass away from different diseases and different things that happened in the communities. And to me, it only makes sense that, you know, you know, that they would find the playground to be a a place of, you know, where where they want to dwell, you know, because they get to play all the time. Mm -hmm. And so... You know, but then again, you know, me being me sometimes, I know sometimes they may not be children. Mm-hmm. But, you know, for, you know, if they give me a good solid story, you know, like a school burnt down or maybe they had a pandemic in that area that a lot of children, you know, mm-hmm. passed away, you know, to me then it makes sense, you know. And, and, you know, some of these places that I've been to, you know, we've been able to catch, you know, voices, you know, of those little children laughing and even communicated with a few, mm. you know, and it, they're, they're sad, you know, yeah. and, and uh, I know, you know, out of respect for the parents, you know, if they're still alive, I definitely don't want to upset anybody, you know, so, but I will say, you know, these playgrounds, they're real, you know, they're, they're real places, you know, and, you know, to me, it makes sense, you know, that their spirits just like, you know, uh, we talked about harmony, you know, that was the reason we went to that, uh, area, mm-hmm. you know, but I'm not going to say the area or, or what happened there. Cause I know, you know, it, that community still strong, you know, and, and a lot of the people that have lost people are still around, you know, so out of respect for those families, I won't mention them, but, you know, again, you know, we, we've gone, we've gone to one. You know, so to me, you know, hearing that, you know, and especially in Pawnee, you know, especially in the area where this playground is at, you know, it's it's the old reserve. You know, they used to have a lot of things on that reserve. You know, that's where they came when they came from Nebraska. And, you know, not too far from that little playground. Russell, correct me if I'm wrong, but, uh, you know, you have that gravy you. You know, mm-hmm. not too far, not even wide, a block. Yeah. Block from yep. that playground, that new playground. So, you know, I I definitely, you know, believe that. And plus I heard the fear in their in in her voice when she called. So, you know, I knew this was real. This was a real deal, you know. And uh fortunately there was nothing i could do you know to help her or or those kids other than say run run yeah yeah so you know get good get home and smoke off you know Mm -hmm. so that's the only thing i could say or do at that time so 
Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, Otis will be out after that, but it's right by the where we're going to be at. It's right by where we were at at the event, though. Is that the Roundhouse? That playground? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They got that new uh, new buildings over there come by I- IHS. Mm-hmm. Like the police station? I get. I don't know. I, I don't know what it what it is. I just know they got new buildings over there. Yeah. So. Yeah, it was a great time at Pawnee. That was the best. Yeah, it was a good time. Man, wow. We'll talk Shocking more about it on the next though. episode. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> We're trying to be in the future right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't mean. To, I didn't mean to make a make a segue segue back on because I'm I'm so curious on. You know, the, kind of what we're going to talk about today, but I know you had another uh, story, Russell, for our listeners. Man, I got them old eyes. <laughs> Josh DeLate. Josh DeLate. Lay it. Yeah, I don't want to butcher your name. I think it's Josh DeLay it. Josh DeLay it. DeLay it. Just say Josh. Josh. We'll just say Josh. Dang, got her giving social security numbers too. No. He wants the credit. Yeah, oh, he wants credit. Yeah. Okay, well. That's why I was and what's, what's careful. This? Careful what you ask for, Josh. Delay yeah, it. <laughs> Josh Day. Josh Day. Let. But he said, I had a story I wanted to relay to y'all. I was back visiting family in Canada in 2002. Very rural. I would say I was driving my granny's car back on them dirt roads. <clears throat> no seatbelt, just cruising. They had a radio station there that played traditional music. I was listening to. I was listening to that because it was different to me. Anyway, I was speeding too fast and rolled the car off the side of the road into the swamp. No seat belt. I didn't move an inch as the car rolled. I stayed right in the seat. When I landed in the swamp, the music was still playing. I rolled down the window and crawled out because the car was sinking. I got out and someone was right there to pick me up. Didn't even have a scratch. Someone was definitely there helping me. <clears throat> and then he said, oh, wait, hold on. And then this is recently. He said, I got finished watching the videos Chris posted on YouTube about 11 o'clock. I was going to go to sleep and then something started scratching on my back door of my trailer. I have four hog dogs who was asleep inside. And when the scratching started, they didn't make a peep. If they smelled a coon or a bear, they would have lost their minds. But. When they heard it, they didn't leave their beds. Ooh. Oh, and he said, also didn't go outside. I just yelled, nobody's home. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best way. That's what I would have done. Yeah. <laughs> you handled that the right way. That That's a good story, way. Josh. That's a good story, Josh. Yeah. Appreciate you. Mm-hmm. Man, the yeah, scratching. I was, I was telling him I knew somebody that had gotten a, a wreck before, and... They had like a handprint on him or something like that mm. from saving him or something. But he was saying that somebody pulled him out of his car, helped him, and they were nobody was there. Man. Wow. I, I don't know if y'all, y'all, y'all might be too young like me. I don't know. But <laughs> you heard this uh, from your grandfather, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. My great great grandfather, he told me like that. No. No, uh, this was maybe 20, 30 years ago. I was told, no. Uh, that uh, Oklahoma City News Channel had uh, did a story on this uh, wrecking service, and they had just brought a car in. Uh, 
that you know someone passed away in a wreck and they had it on camera the spirit coming out of that car walking around it you know like they didn't know what was going on and I think you can still Google that because I, I seen that one probably about six or seven years ago. Somebody mm. showed it to me, and wow. you know, I, I pulled it up, and sure enough, you know, and that was on the Oklahoma City News. You know, they, wow. you know, that they they thought that was just that moving, you know, to to show that, and to me that was kind of like, well, actually, that was way before any of these paranormal shows even mm. showed up. So. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys can Google it or what, but was, was it yeah. like? I guess was it like <clears throat> someone coming out of the like someone coming out of the car and they were just looking, like they were just like looking at like, wow, man, this is crazy. I survived this, but like they were gone. Maybe you think it kind of what it was, kind of what it was. I think they was probably trying to figure out what happened to them because sometimes death happens so quick. They say you don't know you're gone. Mm, so yeah, yeah. I don't know who who has a phone that might be able to look it up. And I've also heard some stories like that, and I saw one. Did on you the, find it, Russell? Oh, sorry, mm-hmm. I think so. <clears throat> mm, I'll probably have the volume down. I'll pass it around though. No, that's definitely. Well, I guess when we, this is maybe an edit here, but uh, but that'd be that might be interesting to put it on TikTok, like to with the story. Whoa! Check mm. that out. I've never seen that though. That's pretty cool, isn't it? Man, that gave me the heebie-jeebies. That is way before all those ghost shows. Dang, check that out. That's cool. Golly, it's a VHS. What? So if you go to YouTube, I think type in. I think type in Oklahoma Wrecker Ghost. Wow. I think it's called. Type that in on YouTube, and you. That sure did make like a circle. Man, you would be able to watch the video. Oklahoma record goes. Maybe, wow. maybe you could post it on on something on. One Probably of post those. it on Instagram. Yeah, because to me that was that was pretty cool. I mean, when I seen that, I mean, I was, I, I when I first saw it, I thought, wow, that blew my mind. But you know, yeah. like I said, that was way before any. You had uh, was that unsolved mysteries or anything like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw a video. Um, couple weeks or so ago on reddit um i think it was overseas though don't quote me on this but like it's like a was like a closed or circuit tv like a security type camera Mm -hmm. and it's like pointing down towards the street and um there's this guy that's he's just like barely in the frame like on the lower uh, like right or left hand side and I, i can't tell like if he's at like at a bar or something like I don't know but he's just like just standing still and then there's this truck that comes around the corner and as soon as that truck comes around the corner this guy comes out of literally like nowhere and he touches him on the back Mm. and that guy turns and looks like this and then this truck's pulling around and when that truck turns this big like gate swings out from the back of that truck and I mean it misses him by like I mean just, I mean, it's incredible, like, how close it came to him. And then the guy just, like, walked off. And then um, they talked to the guy, and he said um, when that hand touched him, and you could see it, um, he said, on, or behind you, behind you. And that's what made him look. But then the guy, like, disappeared, too. It's weird. Mm. It's the weirdest thing. Mm. Yeah. 
That was on Reddit. It was on Reddit. Yeah. yeah. I think is it is it like the guys walking out from like the street? Yeah, he just I like I a, have seen appears out of like nowhere, and like nobody knows like where that guy went. Like he's not on any other videos or anything else. Like no CCTV, I guess. Is, that, is it from a CCTV? It's from a CCTV. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, that's crazy. Man, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, you never know who's watching out for you, man. Yeah. I, you know, I told a story in Harmony, which eventually we're going to post that story. I've never told that story in public, but, you know, I, I had someone tell me that, you know, I, I wasn't supposed to go that day. I was supposed to, you know, I got things to do, you know, and that's kind of what they was told. But, man, that's, you just never know who's watching out for you, man. Yeah. You just never do. And I've also heard stories like that of, like, you know, people, like, coming in contact with somebody that's, says something like, you know, like, watch out, or, like, we'll help them, and then just, like, disappear. You know what I mean? Like, mm. it's just, that's, you know, it's just weird. Did you guys have any more listener stories? I got one more, but <clears throat> I don't know if they want me to read it on here. I'll have to wait for confirmation. But that was it for me. Yeah. What about you? I had a couple of people just reach out to me and just tell me how much they enjoy listening to us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I've had a lot of that. Yeah. And then I, the coolest ones for me, though, are the people that, like, man, I, I grew up in Oklahoma, and this is, it reminds me of Oklahoma. You know what I mean? Like sitting around, just talking and telling stories. Um, so those are the story or the emails I've gotten. Um, just like I said, just people. Like man, I love what y'all do. Like it's so fun. It makes me miss Oklahoma, and yeah. you know, so I don't know how you'd miss Oklahoma, but nah, I'm just <laughs> man, it's hotter than sin. Out nah, here I'm just kidding. Nah. Everybody always like, why don't you like go to Texas to teach? And I'm like, I don't want to go to Texas. I don't want to go to Arkansas, man. This is where I'm, my home is. Like, grounds aren't Texas. The grounds aren't yeah. <laughs> Arkansas. You know, yeah. they're they're yeah. here. This is my home. This is my people. Yeah. You know, I don't want. I have no aspirations to ever leave Oklahoma. You know, so I don't know. That's just me, though. Yeah, yeah. I've had a lot of messages yeah. too. Just shout out to the listeners. Thank yeah, you. appreciate yeah. y'all. For sure, we sure appreciate all those messages and all, especially all those uh, good words. You know, it's it's tough doing stuff like this. I know uh, these guys over here. They work hard. You know, to to share just what little we can. And you know, I know sometimes. You know, it'd be appreciative, you know, to hear some good words. So, you yeah. know, I'm I'm proud of each and every one of these young guys coming and and doing this. You know, that's that's a great thing that they're doing. You know, this this stuff needs to be told. You know, because nobody else out there is telling these kind of things. You know, and and as you know, these tribes were we're all losing our ways. You know, and and we're losing so much so quickly. Mm-hmm. COVID took. Man, a whole bunch quickly. And, you know, with what we've got now, you know, we don't do something about it. It's going to be lost forever, Mm -hmm. you know. And and that's what I'm proud of, these young guys, seeing that need, take care of that need. You know, and at this time, you know, I I had mentioned to these young guys that there was something I was wanting to kind of visit about, you know, because – I've been getting actually some phone calls about this and, you know, people asking me, you know, and sending me messages. And I told them, I said, well, you know, this is more than just a text I can do, you know, a text, man. I'll be, my thumbs will be all broke <laughs> off, up, man. broke off by the time I finish 
McAllister? Uh, messaging and all that stuff. So, you know, I told him, I said, I'll tell you what, I'll ask him if I can just have just a little time to express this. You know, uh, the, the topic I was wanting to kind of talk is about uh, spontaneous human combustion. You know, I've been getting a lot of phone calls on this. And I'll say, leave those burritos alone, guys. No, <laughs> no, I'm just teasing. But, <laughs> no. Uh, Blowing up the back of the toilets, man. Guys, they went in there and got burnt up. No, I'm just kidding. But for some of you guys that don't know this, you know, uh, what that spontaneous human combustion is, is it's uh, basically where your body catches on fire for no reason. You know, they say, you know, the... Uh, Medical people, you know, they like to believe it's a chemical imbalance in the body. But, you know, to me, you know, if you look at the statistics on this, you know, they say it always starts from the trunk of the body. And they say, you know, it has to get super hot. You know, these these uh, companies that do uh, cremation, you know, uh, they say sometimes, well, most of the time, they'll burn a body up. It takes over 8 to 12 hours to burn a body up, but the bones are still there. Mm-hmm. And they have to take those bones and put it into this machine that turns it into dust. And they mix it up, and then they give it to the family or whomever, you know. But in this uh, spontaneous human combustion, you know, you burn up with in 30 minutes you know bone and all mm. you know so just understand that right there and also understand that if you're sitting in a chair when this happens everything is around you is okay except for you you get burnt up you know chairs pretty much toast but everything else you could have flammable things near your chair and it doesn't even bother it you know and and um you know they also say you know 95 percent of these cases these people are alone mm-hmm. you know they're either sitting in a chair or uh they're laying in bed you know and or you know they're just doing everyday things and they just burn up and uh, you can see a lot of pictures of uh, of this. I don't know if one of you guys can uh, pull up a picture so you guys can look what a body looks like when it happens. You know, they always say just the feet, you know, mm-hmm. or the legs or, you know, certain part of the body still still there so they know it's a human being. But, you know, they say all these fire departments are trying to figure out, you know, what, what causes this? what what Why is this so? And, uh, again, uh, don't ask me to spell it because I'm bad at spelling. So uh, you're on your own on that one. But if you can, Google and look at those pictures, you know. And this is a real thing. This is something that you will hear and you will see about. You know, all over the world, and uh, yeah, pass that around. Yeah, and uh, we're passing a picture of it right now. And mm. anyway, uh, this is a real deal. But you know, all over the country, you know, people have different beliefs 
of what takes place. You know, I've heard stories, you know, uh, you know, of course the, the old one is, you know, they're doing something that they aren't supposed to, or they made a pact with a being and it came to collect. You know, you hear stories like that too. It's crazy. And it's crazy. You know, the, the thing that people don't understand, this is an old thing. You know, even the Old Testament speaks about this. Uh, some of those prophets getting burnt up. You know, they made a, a a pact with God that they reneged on or they didn't fulfill. You know, and, and uh, of course it, this took place, you know, and, and then you have some, you know, even older, uh, how you say, older cultures around the world. You know, they, they believe that certain deities came and collect, you know, and, and uh, or they made this certain deity upset mm-hmm. and it punished them. You know, and, and Indian folks, they had, you know, stories about this too. You know, long time ago, you know, uh, they always said, you know, some of these medicines are so strong. You know, some of these songs that they sing, you know, there was a way of life. You know, I've, I've said that before and I'll say it again. There was a way of life, you know, with this. And if you didn't adhere to it, even if you wavered just a hair, things like that would take care of you. You know, it, it would eat you. Or burn you. Mm-hmm. Basically, when they say eat you, that's what they mean. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so, you know, I'm glad that, you know, today, you know, especially our Indian folks, we a lot of them, they've put this stuff away. Mm-hmm. You know, there's some tribes that still kind of have some of this stuff, you know, but dang, just think of if, if we still had that kind of stuff, man, everybody be burning up left and right, you know, because we don't live right. We don't, we don't help one another. We don't do what we're supposed to. We're too busy sounding good, you know, instead of doing the right thing, you know, and, and um, you know, I, th- I think about that, you know, when they were asking me, you know, what, what is your opinion? on this and you know of course i said well you know give me some time you know think about this this is a tough topic you know because you know with indian folks you know especially with the muskogee creeks this we consider this one of the oldest oldest entity and it does have a name Mm -hmm. you know and even you know what kind of scares me about this is just even talking about it you know so you know word of warning to our listeners out there that this is something that's serious you know if you go and do research and whatever and you do by some chance you know get this don't play around with it or that's what's going to happen to you you know that ultimate power also has an ultimate prize you know, and a lot of us I know today, myself included, you know, can't control those things. You know, and that's just kind of one story of, of for for the creek people that you know we we have certain 
things that, you know, we can utilize like that. But, you know, sometimes it's not the best, but sometimes our anger gets the best of us. And it causes us, you know, I I said this before, you know, you do evil, evil's going to come back on you. Mm -hmm. And it always does. And so... I'm not saying every case is like that, but if you listen to the these other stories around the world of, you know, just like the Egyptian people, they have a deity. You know, they say, you know, even even uh, going by that deity, and when I'm talking about deity, I'm talking about Oh, I don't know if you guys can help me explain that. Like but, a statue? Well, yeah, like a statue mm-hmm. of those. You know, and, and and you just think something about something around that statue. Mm-hmm. You know, you you're you're stepping into its realm and eventually it's going to come and get you whether you're knowingly or unknowingly. And that's what I think, you know, happens maybe to some of these people, you know, of course, you always hear that, you know, they do the report on these individuals and they say, oh, he was a heavy drinker and a smoker. And so he probably dropped, you know, dropped ash on himself and he had so much alcohol in him, you know, it just mm-hmm. cause and effect, you know, but dang to burn y'all, burn your bones to ash. It's mm-hmm. not as simple as that, mm-hmm. you know, or they'll say, you know, she was, you know, Messing around, you know, uh, by a boiler, you know, maybe she fell on top of it and, Mm -hmm. you know, it it burnt her up. But again, you know, you have to think how hot you have to be to get burnt up like that to ash, Mm -hmm. bone and everything. And as you guys saw in those pictures, you know, this is a real thing, Mm -hmm. you know, so... You know, I'm not saying all these guys were were missing with something that they shouldn't have been, but maybe they went across or in came across something that was there that was like that. You know, because you know a lot of these people that you'll hear about, they're all non-native, so that that speaks volumes right there. You know, so you know only a few native incidents today you will hear but long time ago when they had that power and that kind of knowledge did those things happen and every tribe out there has these stories you know maybe they don't have it now maybe they forgot maybe that's why we're acting up in these spiritual realms you know, not doing things that we should be doing, you know. And so, you know, I, I, I thought that was very interesting that, you know, people are, are asking about that now, and I'm trying to figure out why, you know, because, again, you know, this is a something that isn't, I mean, it's all over the world, but my understanding, you're starting to have more cases like that. And, you know, uh, they're wanting to know why, why this is. And, you know, again, I don't really have no answer other than, you know, for what I know. 
and which isn't much. You know, I, I don't know a lot. But all I do know about this is that this is real. And what was told to me was that, you know, some of these things that you can mess with will get you like that. And so, you know, with that being said, I don't know, you know, if you guys have heard stories. I'd be interested to hear if any of you guys have heard stories like that. But I know in uh, Muskoka Creek country, there were stories like that long time ago. And when I say long time ago, I'm not talking about 1900s. I'm talking about 1800s. You know, our tribe is good about handing down those kind of stories. And, you know, back in Alabama and Georgia, Florida, you know, off in those areas, there were stories that were handed down during those times to us about these certain entities and certain medicines that you can carry. No, yeah, I... uh this is the, the uh, story that I heard. Um, this has happened, to, I'd say, probably ten years ago. I, was, I heard this story, and I only heard it one time. And you know, kind of just to you know, preface what Chris was saying. A lot of these stories are told one time, and it may be in passing. Um, well, the story that I had heard about this being entity, I guess. Now, this was, like I said, I'm kind of, it's not something to play around about, so I'm, I'm going to just, I'll try to explain this as best as I can. But this being is in fire, is what I was told. The story goes, this, uh, I'm not going to give any background to this person, I'm, I'm just going to tell a story. So this person you know, was out with a bunch of people that she shouldn't have been out with. You know, they weren't living right. Um, like I said, I'm, I'm kind of nervous to even tell this, but they weren't uh, living right. Um, and she was hanging out with them and doing things, and they were, you know, they had made this really big fire. It was almost like a bonfire, I guess you could say. And... The, the entity and the being that Chris is talking about, you know, or beings that can be multiple, um, comes from fire. It travels through fire. And she was looking at the fire and looking through it, you know, from like looking at the person on the, on the other side of the fire, and she noticed the face in that fire. And she looked at it and she kept looking at it and it had a, a look kind of almost Indian but it looked like devilish like didn't look right in the fire and it stayed there and she thought she was like what is that I wonder what that is you know thinking like looking and you know you hear you know that's a you know you hear I hear that story you know and this being you know or entity it's old. It's ancient. And she said that she, you know, she told the story one time. She said that basically what happened was that she saw this, this being, and she took a picture of it. I don't know where that picture is. I, I've seen the picture, but you can see a face. 
and it's a it's a it don't look like anything that I've ever seen. Um, I may try to see if I can ask around about it, but what Chris is talking about is is this thing was maybe talked about or mentioned in this group of people, and it traveled. You know, it came up through that fire. Now I don't know. This, this she basically cut the story off there after she took the picture, and basically stopped hanging out with those people. You know, and she told you know she told your you know her you know her her people about it and they said yeah you need to it's it's probably time to get away from those people because they're not they're not doing something right but this thing uh, this being from what i was told was it travels it kind of shows up in fire like you know open fire yeah that's correct you know uh the six nations which is the mohawk people the seneca cayuga oneida onondaga and Tuscarora nations, you know, they had a story of this being too. Then they have a name for it, or they used to have a name for it, and it was translated as a man in the fire. And it's, uh, they say, when you look at that fire, he it moves around like a human being. You know, it can hear you. It can travel if it wants. It can be small as an ember and big as a forest fire. And it can travel. You know, it, it can go all over the place. If it wants to get you, it will get you. And I always think about that when I seen this uh, old movie. Well, it ain't that old, I don't know. But they call it Backdraft. Mm-hmm. I can't remember who was in it, but... Anyway, you know, they would say that fire is talking, you know, and you see that scene where it moves up up the wall and it's doing all kinds of things and it's like a being. Mm-hmm. And when I heard those Six Nations stories about that man in the fire, you know, I thought about that, you know, at that time. I said, dang, they must have talked to those guys. Mm-hmm. But, you know, even the Potawatomi people, you know, there's several bands of the Potawatomis. They had stories of fire like that. And if you didn't do things right, it would devour you. It would eat you like a monster. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, there's many tribes out there that have stories of this man in the fire. You know, the even the creeks, you know, we we talk to the fire, you know, and when we're out there dancing and really getting that spirit we talk to them but you know again you know there's always good and there's always bad so you know how some of these tribes perceive this fire you know is different and you know but the 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 basic or the general thing of this fire or this entity has has a lot of power and, you know, when it wants you, it'll take you. And just like those pictures you've seen, you know, to me, that'd be a horrible way to go. Yeah, I remember, I think that's the, there's like a write-up on that woman. It's a lady in those pictures I was looking at. But I think that's the one I've seen on, I don't know if you guys ever seen a show. It's called Beyond Bizarre. 
You guys ever seen that? No. Old school show. Uh, just about paranormal stuff, cryptids. Um, just a lot of stuff happening in a world that was like really just interesting to me, but <clears throat> same time creepy. But I remember, I think it was that or Sightings. It was one of these shows. Sightings was on sci-fi. Same thing, cryptids and paranormal stuff. But one of them talked about what we're talking about now. But I was such a little kid that I just didn't understand it. Like, I didn't know, like... Like, I just thought, like, humans were able to do that. Like, they could just go up in flames at any time. You know, and I'm a kid, so I don't get it. Like, I don't understand, like what it is they're talking about. I just see the image I see, which is a woman that they're telling a story about. And she's, you know, she's gone with everything just ashed up. And you brought up that nothing else burns. That's how it was. And that pictures they're showing on that show, everything was just untouched. And it was just like where she was sitting at was like, just burnt up. Hmm. Not even a chair was burnt up. It was just like her, Yep. Everything else was intact. Yep. And so it was just, I didn't understand it. So I was, it freaked me out. It scared me a lot because, you know, I didn't want it. I didn't want that to happen to me, but I didn't get like what it was. So I think I asked my grandma what that was and we watched it. And then she didn't really talk about it. She didn't really say anything about it. She just said like, oh, you know, don't worry about it. You know, don't think about it. Just, I guess, kind of move on, you know, like it's. Trying not to probably freak me out, but she I'm I'm assuming she knew some stuff too mm-hmm. about it. But I like but I heard that and then I just did what she did, what she told me to do, and I just never really thought about it again. Cause she said everything's gonna be okay, you know, that won't happen to you. And so and then when you brought that up, like it just gave me that memory. Cause I haven't heard of that in a long time. Since that time when I was a little kid. Like I've never thought about it or heard about it. Or, like, I just remember those pictures I just got through looking at. That was the only thing I seen about it. But now there's, like, a video of somebody doing that. It's, mm. like, is this the actual, like, um, what's the word? Evidence of somebody doing this. And I didn't watch the video, but because it sent me to another site. I don't know if it's a safe site, so I don't want to. I want to put myself at risk. <laughs> trust him. Can't yeah, trust him. Can't. Yeah. Going to the dark side of the Yeah, I know. I don't want to. Yeah. So, the dark I mean, web. But I mean, the picture is like a guy on a couch and obviously, yeah, he's on fire, but that's it. That's all it shows. And it just says, is this clear evidence of this happening? And it's like a newer video. Like it's new. Like it's a, like it's not old school recordings. Like, you know, back from back in the day, it's like a new video. And so, you know, it's crazy that this is being brought up. It's good information because I had nothing. I had no idea about any of it. And I even know, like, it was a entity, I guess. You know, it's mm-hmm. a, it's a, but it makes sense because fire is old. Yeah. Way back. Goes way back. I think GSP and Joe Rogan were talking about how, oh, there was some sort of cavalry that manipulated fire to where it never went out. And they don't know how they did it. Mm. They don't know how they did that. It, they thought they used petroleum oil, but no. And they just, it was a fire that never, ever went out. They only knew how to put it out themselves. I forgot who, but they're talking about aliens and stuff. And 
They start talking about this fire. I have to find it on YouTube, but Mm-mm. but yeah. You know uh, the thing that I think is kind of scary too. You know, uh, again, I said you know many cultures you know kind of believed in that fire. You know, as an entity. You know, it wasn't just an Indian thing. You know, back in uh, I have a bad thing of pronunciating words sometimes, but they call it Mesopotamian era. You know, I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right. Uh, is that is that yeah. how you pronounce it? Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, back then, you know, those guys had witches, as you might say, that used to witch individuals. And uh, it would cause that person that they were witching to burn up like that. And those were cases back then. And that's, I don't know where those people are from. Isn't that like around Greece or something? Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, then you go back to what they call Old Europe. And they practiced that kind of witchcraft too. And, you know... Like I was telling you guys before, you know, back then, you know, those those guys were like Indian folks, too. You know, they they had good and they had evil. And they would call upon this being to uh, witch somebody to cause that to happen. Mm-hmm. But again, it took a high price for that to be done. Now I hear there's a... Uh, I don't know what you call it, a spell book that, you know, these new age, I don't know what you call it. I don't, I don't want to call them devil worshipers, but they call, call them something else. Mm-hmm. You know, they're uh, kind of like the new age warlocks. Wiccan? No, those guys are supposed to be good, the oh, Wiccans. Okay. But these ones are, are, are different. I guess they're the evil, evil guys. And I can't remember, apologize, can't remember the name of it. But some of those guys are starting to practice those kind of things. You know, maybe that might be the reason of the uptick, you know. Uh, but, you know, I hope, you know, somebody's telling them, yeah, you might cause that somebody to get burnt up, but eventually it's going to come for you. Mm-hmm. You know, because you can't control these things. I don't care who you are, what you think you know. These things are masters of trickery Mm -hmm. and they'll make you think you're in charge till it's too late you know these things only want to take lives and that includes yours too so you know i think that's kind of to me that's probably the scariest thing because you got all these new age guys they just think it's for fun Mm -hmm. you know and you know to me it's it's something serious you know, and I don't know how many tribes still practice this too. You know, there, I'm sure there is, but uh, you know, again, I, I that blows my mind. You know, just to you know what research I've done on this topic since I got that call. You know, to give a response. Mm-hmm. You know, so you know, to me, you know, um, there's other stories around the world, you know, that uh, they would give sacrifices to this thing to take somebody or to cause havoc, you know, and eventually it'd come back 
and get them. And so, you know, I have a belief that, you know, I was always told that, you know, if you bring this to life and it come and get you, then it's going to roam free. And I'm sure there's a lot of those things roaming free, and it takes you know you to be at the wrong place, at the wrong time, mm. and you know you might have nothing to do with you know doing evil or whatever, but these things don't care. They're going to get you, you know. And and to me right now in this time of 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 day, you know. Everybody's trying to be a warlock. Everybody's trying to be a wizard. You know, everybody's trying to do this and trying to do that, but they don't understand the repercussions of these things. And, you know, to me, it's like, if you're going to mess with it, then go full force with it. Don't, don't do something and then cry around later and say, oh, you know, get this off of me. You know, when, when it's coming for you, don't, don't, don't be, that way, you know, you, you put it on somebody, then you accept your punishment. But, you know, again, I'm not, of course, I'm not a holy man, you know, uh, and that's the beauty of our creator. You know, he'll forgive you and he'll take care of you if you ask. You know, even though even though you, he forgives you, you're still going to have to pay a price because you did evil. And just like anything else, you have to do do your own sentence, mm-hmm. and that's not just that church way, but that's that ceremonial way, and that's what people forget. They forget that this ceremonial way, there is no forgiveness. You can go to church and ask for forgiveness, and that white man God will forgive you. Mm-hmm. The Indian God, he's Indian, no, <laughs> but <laughs> he's gonna make you pay. So you guys out there listening, y'all want, y'all think y'all's playing with this stuff? You're gonna get away with it sooner or later. It's coming for you. Yeah, yeah, Tyler. No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> no. after that last episode. Yeah, man. No, I'm I'm just kidding. Kidding. all those Something. nasty things you were saying. No, Something got a hold of me. No, no. <laughs> no you're 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 hundred percent on that, Chris. You know, I. That's why I get so nervous, especially talking about that, the, the fire. You know, I, you know, I've seen enough things in my life, and I'm I'm only you know 28 years old. You know, I, have, I haven't lived a life like you've lived, and you know, it's real. Uh, it's real interesting to me to, to to you know to see these you know people doing these things, and and maybe I'll have to tell a story you know about someone that you know, I had a story that happened to me about these new age. Uh, you know, type of. I guess I'll tell it now since we're here. We're here, aren't we? Um, I used to, uh, you know, I used to know someone who who did this. Well, used to. I don't. I, don't, I haven't talked to them in, in a while. But you know, they would, you know, send me videos and pictures of them levitating things. You know, I always wonder if it's something we can't see lifting that up. Like in the room, full body person, you just can't see him lifting it up. And you know, with with seeing those things, I'm going to skip a few of the the, the details of of this full story because it's forever long, and it involves some things that are not to be shared, I guess, really, because it involves 
you know, it's here and it happened here in Tulsa. Um, but I got an introduction to that stuff. Not, I didn't practice. I just saw it and I, you know, was engaged in, cause I was curious about it. I mean, not that I was going to practice, but just, just to see if, you know, if that thing is real, if these things are real, 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 especially when it comes to the, the new age type of stuff. Well, I, I started, you know, you know, watching the, the the videos and you know asking questions and getting gaining knowledge about it and just being curious. And this old house I used to live in on it was on Harvard over there by TU. You know, I had things going on in my house, and like I said, I, I don't think I've ever told this story but one time publicly. As uh, I guess for good reason. But at night, my dogs would not go in the living room. I, I, I have two dogs, 70-pound-plus dogs, big dogs. They would not go in the living room at night after I had gained some of the, you know, had you know, known about these things that's going on. And I'd always hear, like, scampering across the floor at night. And I'd always get up and look, and there's nothing there. I thought it was rats. I really thought it was. I I had called an exterminator out, and I was really trying to uh, figure out what was going on because I hate because no one wants rats. It's disgusting, you know. If you have rats, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to shame you out like that, but but I but uh, I called exterminator out, and the guy, you know, he said I found one big rat, and it was like this big. It was thick. He said, "Man, that's, you don't have any rats in here, man. That's the one. That's the only one you had." And my dogs chased it and killed it. and But this kept going on. It kept going on for, you know, for the time that I, until I left. But one, but uh, one night after we, after that rat, the big old giant rat was killed, I was sitting in my chair. And I was kind of dozing off. It was getting late and I had to work the next day. And this scream came from inside the walls. It was like, a, it was like a woman's scream. It was, you know, it kind of shook me up. My dogs both looked, and they looked in the corner of the room. And they were looking at the, the wall. And you could tell that they were spooked out. Because, like I said, my dogs aren't scared of nothing. Like, they're really not. And that scream happened, and I got up, and I was like, man, that's not right. You know, that's, something's not right. We went to bed, and, and like I said, the, the scampering kept happening. You know, and then one day, I had walked into the... I had a cooler... We, cooler in the in the kitchen that I hadn't really opened and I we'd have cookouts at, at that house and hang out and and, and had a little dust film on it because I, I for just whatever reason and there was three pronged footprints mm. on that it looked like a, a bird mm. bird footprints and you know I I, I, I didn't really do much. I ended up leaving right after that. But, you know, to deal with someone who knows things that, you know, may or may not have... I don't know if it went back on them or I don't know. But, it you know, it's... It, it's to, So, to your credit in speaking on those things, you know, it's it's not something to play around about because it's, it's, it's spooky. It really is. Like... Nothing ever happened to me. My dogs, I mean, my dogs, like I said, there were certain time at night, they'd go right in their crates. I didn't have to crate them or anything. So that told me something was going on in that house. Now, I don't know if it was, you know, like it was something before, 
in that house because it was a real old house. But, you know, when it comes to those things and to the, the new magic or, you know, wizards and you know, things of that nature, it ain't something to play about, you know. Mm. And I'm, I was all over the place with that story because it's just, it's hard to, it's hard to explain, you know, the, the occurrences without being too vivid because you talk, like I said, you know, you talk about things like this, you know, they're going to pop their head back around. And I kind of, you know, I kind of got past that point in my life where it went away. Some of that shadow things went away. I think it was just, you know, could be my childhood. You know, I've, I've mentioned on past podcasts, it could be anything. Mm-hmm. It could be the Ouija board I messed with in high school. It really could be anything. And, you know, with, with talking about these things, those they like I said, they do rear their head back up. Mm-hmm. The other thing, you know... Um to me, you know, all these uh, beings, you know, I always say, you know, there's bad and good, you know. Some some tribes, you know, they, they uh, I don't want to say worship that fire, but, you know, just like Muskogee Creeks, you know, we, we, we have a lot of respect for the fire. Mm. You know, uh, we always consider ours as a live fire, but, you know, the other nations, you know, they had old stories about fire. You know, they they would use that fire as a tool to help them see things. Mm-hmm. You know, and they would talk to it. And again, they would re- mention it like a person. And it would give them visions or give them power to do certain things. And it was man that made it evil. And so, you know... There's many tribes out there that have stories about fire, you know, being good. So, you know, I I I just wanted to mention that that you know I know somebody's gonna really say, dang that guy, he always just dogs everything, but you know, but uh, you know, what about us? You know, you didn't say nothing about anything good, guy. You know, and, and I, again, I apologize if something I left out or I forgot or. Or what, but, you know, I do know, you know, both things can be good and evil, you know, and, and I, I myself, you know, uh, I forget what they call those people that like to play with fire. Pyros. Oh, pyros. Pyro. Yeah. yeah. Pyromaniacs. Yeah. So. What is that? They put gasoline in their mouth? I don't know. What they <laughs> doing, man? God. I, well, I, I think of that. I'm kind of like that, too, because I'm, I'm one of those guys that like to start that big old fire. They don't ever ask me to start that fire because, dang, I had that big old fire about 12 feet tall. Boy. You can ask everybody at home. They'll tell you that, dang, that don't have him burn trash, boy. Throwing couches and then I just try to make that fire. But to me, that fire is soothing. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I watch it, but I also can hear it. Mm-hmm. It sounds like it's talking sometimes. So mm-hmm. I want to encourage you guys next time you're at a bonfire or. Or what, you know, sit there and look at it mm-hmm. and see what it says to you. Mm-hmm. You know, so, you know, I'm not saying all of them are bad, but, you know, I am saying there are entities out there that could cause, you know, stuff like that, you know. And and so, you know, I'm not, I'm not blaming the fire in general or, you know, these good fires. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that there's one out there. That does do that, you know, eats people, 
And so, you know, again, that's that's all I wanted to say about that. Doesn't the tribe still have those recordings? I would like to think they do. Uh, I want to think one of them's on YouTube. I think I've seen one on YouTube. But there's a bunch more, though, from what I understand. I yeah. think you was telling me, actually. Yeah, they, they had a whole bunch of them. And then they them. mysteriously disappeared. Yes, I don't, I don't know. Didn't he have a Bigfoot story, too? And mm-hmm. They also had a, very, a lot of different uh, entities out there that you don't hear of. One I, I used to like to hear was... It was, uh, they considered it like a big old dog. It was mm-hmm. like a big old dog creature. Now, when I say big, I'm talking about nine foot tall mm-hmm. type dog. But he walked on his hind legs. And if he ever caught you in the woods, he would tie you to a tree. And he would whip you to death with his ears. Mm. Mm. And uh, they said, you know, he wasn't really that bad. He was just keeping, you know, there's certain places that you shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if he caught you there, that would be your demise. They said that was a painful death because mm-hmm. it was basically you getting whipped to death. Mm-hmm. And Creeks, they were, they always got stories like that, just <laughs> wicked, wicked ways to kill you. Yeah, I know. It's like a thousand <laughs> ways to die. I know it. Uh, Cre- Creek's book on thousand ways how to punish you to death. No. I know, like, uh, there's fire, fire dogs, you know, um, in yep. Creek, you know, yep. Muskogee, uh, or fire hounds or fire dogs. And aren't they supposed to have, like, lop, loppy ears like that, like a basset hound? Yeah, that's uh, that's, the that's same thing. it's the oh, same okay. thing. Okay. It's the same thing. Yeah, they're like fire. Yeah, okay. And uh, like I said, they 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 would punish you to death. I mean, they basically yeah. whip you. Yeah. So. Yeah, I, I don't. I mean, I've seen things. You know, I don't really talk too much on air about stuff at the ground, but you know, it's it is real. You know what I mean? Like the fire, and you just I don't know. I don't really like to talk too much about it on air, but it's just, it's just something you have to experience. You yeah. know what I mean? So, anyway. No, they'll... <laughs> yeah. no. Dang, you give me that stink eye. <laughs> that fumby eye. tell us. Smell <laughs> nah. the beans, Thomas. Nah, nah. nah. I, the stuff, I, you know, the grounds, I, I usually just keep there. and A lot of people, I mean, I know y'all respect that and... You know, but I just kind of rubs me the wrong way when people just want you to talk about it and like you know, um, I don't know. It's just just something I don't talk about. I just you know, again, it's an experience, and you just people are like, how do you get? How do you get to do that? You know, because not everybody gets to do ceremony. Mm-hmm. Not everybody gets to do that. We're special that we get to do that. But all my Indian friends, you know, that didn't grow up in the culture. They always ask me like, how, "How do you how do you get to do that?" And I'm like, "Just go, <laughs> like, just yeah. just show up." You know what I mean? And just do it. That's kind of how I did. You just start going. You know what I mean? You just find those grounds that you like, and you know, or a lot of times though, it's um, and go dance or whatever. But a lot of times it's you know from your maternal side yeah. that tells you which grounds that you belong to, but. Anyway, I don't want to talk too much on that. We're kind of getting off topic, but anyway, yeah. Well, it's good information, though, you know? And that's one thing that, you know, I, my people, uh, we just tell it. 
You know, we we've had storytellings for a lot of years. You know, up, up at the call it the hill, our tribal town headquarters. You know, we just you know it's not being disrespectful, but it's just you know we. That's one thing that how I have so much knowledge, or, or I'm not saying I have so much knowledge, but I guess, but I know things because of that. Yeah. Being a little kid, just you know, soaking it up, sitting there in a lawn chair, twelve o'clock at night. You know, we'd go till you know forever. You know, be out there telling stories, and you know, to me, and that's one thing as a, as a young buck. You know, I, I I appreciate you know a lot of the elders who are not not with us. You know, I've. You know, I've I've talked about my grandpa. I've talked about Louis Jackson, and he worked at Sequoia. He was an athletic director over at Sequoia for a lot of years. You know, who I grew up around, and you know, hearing these stories, you know, I think it's important. You know, and I, I you know, we may get pushback on that, you know, and that's fine. But at the end of the day, as a young buck, I appreciate those elders. You know, because one day I'm going to be one of those people. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm going to have to have the knowledge and. And, and you know to to share to the young to the young bucks then that are gonna be then you know because you're gonna be that old crusty buck God, I know I hear crusty no. dang you're gonna have shame yet like he's that. gonna have that lopsided rack yeah looking crazy oh, yeah <laughs> but you know like I said you know it's it's just something that you know I, it's very it's very strong on my heart you know especially going to these live events and you know I look out in the crowd and it's elders and young people like not even young people it's kids yeah you know and maybe you know one of those kids could be you know not saying me one day but you know being like me and, and sitting in that lawn chair you know seeing a someone that's older than you especially an elder in your in your you know in your tribe or your your clan or just in your tribal town just in your, your immediate area telling these stories and then you go and then you go you know oh that you know, sit back one day and you hear that, you know, like we're talking about today about, I haven't thought about that in years, you know, mm-hmm. the combustion, you know, but it, it, to me, I said, I, I may get pushback on that, but that's just, you know, what I believe, you know, just in, in my heart, you know. Hmm. You'll be our uh, elder from now on. That's all mystery. I know. Yeah. He's our honorary elder. He's our crusty elder. God. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I'm gonna give you that ending name. Man. Fumby. Muskogee one. That real Muskogee one. Crazy name. right now, man. God, shame me out. Yep. No. Chitto Fumby. <laughs> Put that crazy stain, man. I'm still the new guy, huh? I'm still getting the new guy rad. So. <laughs> no, but I like what we do, and we're very respectful. I mean, we're just speaking truths and what we see and what we hear, and I don't know. I mean, <clears throat> we're not disrespecting anything or anybody, like. Talk about fire. Like, I've always respected fire. You know, I, even though I didn't know any better, I always knew it could destroy, and then I knew it could give us, like, heat or, like, heat our food up or something. You know, like, mm. to protect us from, like, getting sick from mm-hmm. eating, like, raw meat or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, it cooked for us or something. But, you know, I always knew, like, the dangers of it, too. Like, playing around with it. You know, like, uh, like I was told, like, Oh, don't pop your fireworks in dead grass. You know, you mm-hmm. start a fire. Sure enough, you know, fires would be started and 
because of a firework or a cigarette even. And so, you know, I just, I'm always, I was always like aware of stuff, I guess, but I just didn't know like how to, how I was looking at it, I guess. But I always knew like there was harm in it and there was good in it. So, you know, I've always respected fire and it's really cool to hear what we talked about today about stuff I didn't even know. It's just information that is new to me mm-hmm. and, you know, mm-hmm. stuff that I haven't even thought about in years. Mm-hmm. So thank you, Chris Hill. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I'm always learning too. you know, that that's one thing, you know, I always tell people, you know, I don't, I don't know much and, you know, I'm always willing to learn. And that's why I always go and ask, mm-hmm. you know, and that's what I want to encourage all the youth out there, you know, to go ask, you know, uh, ask your elders, ask your mom, your dad, you know, aunt and uncles, you know, whomever, you know, they might have just little knowledge, but that's okay because it'll be up to you to keep that knowledge going, you know, and unfortunately, you know, things are going fast these days. And we're, we're losing a lot of that stuff to this new age type stuff. And we need to kind of slow things down and kind of keep mm-hmm. what we've got, you know, going, you know. And uh, that's why I was saying I'm so proud of these guys for for doing this, you know, taking time. And, you know, I know uh, you're always going to have haters out there. But, you know, Creator's going to bless each and every one of you for, you know, doing this, you know, keeping these stories alive for... Uh, uh, teaching these type of things to to the ones that may not have no one mm, true mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah yeah very true yeah like when i was younger i say this a lot but i was always afraid to ask like questions or anything but i never thought of it like that you know we could be just somebody's information that maybe might be afraid to ask or just has no one to ask mm-hmm. so that's that's a really good point you bring up and then I was want to swing around back to you, okay. sir. Playing with Ouija boards. Ooh. Yeah. Make sure you call him Elder, though. Yeah. <laughs> don't it? Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what to say to that, man. Don't even. Don't even. <laughs> yeah. I know, man. I'm going to get shamed out and go home, man. Yeah. But, uh, man. <laughs> I, just, I, I just experienced a lot of stuff. I've just done a lot of. I mean, it's really dumb. I'll say that. <laughs> I've just done a lot of dumb stuff, man, and learned the hard way. You know, I guess I'm I'm, I'm old. I'm old in my years. Well, it made me think of that movie Ouija. I finally watched it, by the way. Oh, did you like it? It was good. It was good. I liked it. Yeah, I liked it. We man. watched it. I think a couple of weeks after we did that episode, but I was like, oh, it's on HBO Max, so ended up watching it. But do, I know you want to hear the. St- I know you want to hear the story. Let me tell the story. The Ouija board. I have two stories. Yes, I played with it. Man, so I was a I was a senior in high school, and I think this is what the jumping off point of letting these things into my life, and all. I mean, more into my life, I'll say. I already I've dealt dealt with my entire life. So I was a senior in high school, and and I had a buddy of mine. You know, he he had told a story, and and basically his mom had made a wooden Ouija board, like a wood like an it's like encrypted and all that stuff. I guess she was into that stuff growing up. Well, he had played with it and he tried to burn it. And when he burned it, he threw it in a a trash pile and burned it. And it came back under his bed. 
So I'm like, oh, you know, just kind of like I know, like as I you said, I've been, I know a few things, and so I was like, ah, oh, let's, you know, I don't know about all that. So y'all remember Hastings? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man, rest in peace. You're not, you're not forgotten, Hastings. Twenty nine cent movie rentals. Man, no, never <laughs> forgotten. God, they'd be giving you, they'd be giving you credit too, man. You bring it back the next day. I was living on that. Pour anyway. a little Mountain Dew out for it. <laughs> <laughs> right here. But they were they were going out of business. That Keystone. <laughs> By the way, it's Sam's Cola. Ah. <laughs> Sorry, man. I ain't gonna I ain't gonna let them do you like that. But, <laughs> but uh, Hastings was going out of business, um, and they had a, like a like a uh, fifty six. You know, like do like that weird like. 63% off, you know, oh, if you yeah. come on this day. And so we, we go in there, and we're just kind of milling around and, you know, maybe thinking about buying a movie or something. And, you know, my buddy goes, hey, look at this. And then there's Ouija board. And it was, you know, one of those ones that, you know, it's a Han- Has- Hasbro or whatever. And I was like, man, I ain't got no money. I, ain't, I got $20, you know, and it was like 40-something dollars, you know. But it was like 100-something, you know, without the discount. And... He goes, you know what, man? Let's let's go ahead and use our because we were on the basketball team and we had to sell candy or you know for Booster Club we had to sell candy, candy bars. Then he used all the candy bar money to buy it. I said, mm-hmm. dang, that's, it's like the school gonna come after you. But <laughs> but uh, so he so we ended up buying this Ouija board, and we go out and this is like I said, I was I was young and dumb. But I had I had bought or we had bought the Ouija board and we had took it to the National Cemetery oh. over in Fort Gibson. You play with a Ouija board in a cemetery? Man, that's what I'm saying. Play stupid games, win stupid prizes. So we went out there and we went to the gazebo to the part that wasn't really built up, like because all you have all the cemetery here and then it, on back is a gazebo that they're going to put people in. So I wouldn't, you know, it was like, I wasn't really thinking much about it. Be in mind, too, shout out to the guy who let us in. Actually, the caretaker let us in. That was crazy. <laughs> I can't even believe he let us do that. But So we go out there and start messing with it. I didn't. I, met, I played with it for literally, I put my hand on it for like five seconds. And it moved, and I was like, ah, I'm not doing this. I'm good. So I stood off in the back, and I'm sitting there watching, you know, some people that I was with. Started moving. They started asking questions. It was like, hey, when did you die? When did this? You know, and they started answering. He started answering the questions, and one person, like my brother, you know, my brother was with us, and, and we're kind of like, "Oh no, we're gonna, we're done." But one kid had his hand left on it, and it was moving, and he literally just—you could see light between. He was just barely touching it, and it was moving. And he asked, he said, "When am I?" He, I think he asked him, "When I'm gonna die?" You know, and it started spelling it out, and he took his hand off. Mm. I'm like, dude, you, that's yeah, I, I was freaked out. So we ended up going to another cemetery, and there was a there was a this is crazy too. Like I said, I'm 17 years old. We go out to a to another cemetery, and there's a well that is like discontinued. Like it's an old, old, old well out kind of side, not in the cemetery, but off to the side. And we throw this Ouija board into the well, and we put boards and we stacked it with stones. We I mean we did a lot of I mean we stacked it. Like there's no way this Ouija board's coming back. It's gone forever. About a week later, the guy who bought it woke up and that Ouija board was under his bed. Mm. And I'm, I didn't believe him. I really did not believe him. And he showed it. He took a picture of it and showed us. Because I wasn't going nowhere near it. Mm. But it was there. 
with that being said, you know, you play stupid games, win stupid prizes. And when he, so the guy that bought it had a lot of, he's, I mean, he had a lot, he, I mean, he's not dead, but like he, a lot of issues, you know, there's been a lot of things happen. I think that's another thing. The reason why I had such, you know, at my scene after my senior year, and I told that story at Hominy that, I, that you guys will have to go and listen to because I'm not going to retell. It's a long story, but basically that's kind of the reason I think why that happened. You know, and, and I had to go see somebody and, you know, not see somebody, but I had to, you know, figure out what was going on. But that's why I want to tell these stories. I was, I, I'm not really one to share those two stories that, you know, especially the three stories I've, I've told that I've never told anybody is because I want you guys to realize, especially the, the young, the young crowd, the, the youth, the kids, when you mess with these things, you know, they're going to affect you. You're going to be messed with. Now, it's all about if you, if, you know, if you, you know, do the right things and get your life right, you know, and and, and like I said, live in that good way. But at the end of the day, you know, I paid for my consequence or paid for my for my actions, you know, multiple times over. And you know, I always think the you know creator every day. You know, I always in my mind just kind of you know thank you you know give me another day because it couldn't be like that you know but uh that's my ouija board story and that's you know it, it, it has affected a lot you know in my life i always like uh hearing uh those kind of stories about you know people dealing with these ouija boards you know uh if you know your history you know that ouija board in itself the theory of it is super old now, every nationality had a form of a Ouija board. They didn't call it Ouija board way back then, but I think it was Parker Brothers made it made it Ouija. But you know, uh, everybody had a way to communicate with the dead. You know, with that being said, you know today you got updated versions that that Ouija board's outdated now. You know, they're using those ghost box machines and ghost box apps. And they say that theory is still the same. You know, you need to open it and you close it. And when you close it, you know, you always ask that nothing follows you back. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I always tell people to, you know, once you're done with it, you know, take it off your phone. You know, or, you know, if you're going to use one of those machines, you know, put it up somewhere, you know. Because uh, if you keep talking to the dead, you know, I always say it's going to make you sick, you know. Mm -hmm. And this is from the crazy guy. No. <laughs> that goes out every weekend, you know. Yeah, I know. Falling <laughs> asleep on desks with uh, ghosts in the room. Uh, doing all kind of stuff. But, you know, and I've all I've had some serious uh, experiences with these uh, equipment. And, you know, I've had a lot of issues. And so, you know, like uh, Mr. Uh, Tiger was saying that, you know these are these are real these are real issues real things because when things start going bad you know you're going to be looking for help you know mm -hmm. and sometimes help won't be there mm -hmm. so you know i i i uh want to say that much but you know yeah uh that that's uh all around the world that talking to the dead i don't care if you go to Japan, they had a way, you know, India, you name it. They all had a way to communicate with the dead. And, you know, they all worked. Mm -hmm. So, 
Mm-hmm. We got a surprise, guys. I got one. God. <laughs> Dang, that's why you want me to tell a story. <laughs> I'm we'll out right now. I'm out. Yeah. Now he even got the, he even got the candles going. I'm just kidding. He's got the salt. God, start putting it on the window. That's what the buffalo sauce. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Man, I was, was listening to tell that story. I can't take my eyes off that bag of freezer bag of sauce. Bag of goodies. This. Yeah. <laughs> he's got all the sauces over here, man. He's got Chick Fil A sauce. Buffalo sauce, McDonald's. syrup, McDonald's syrup, <laughs> yeah. McDonald's syrup, McDonald's syrup, McDonald's salt. <laughs> those little crusty packages, man. So he's gonna feed those spirits good. Yeah, he's gonna give them diabetes. <laughs> Take some syrup. It's McDonald's. Syrup. You get those one, all kind of chemicals. Yeah, those blind man. spirits, that one-eyed spirit. Take this one. All right, well, we'll go ahead and cut it here. Um, you guys want to plug up where to find you guys at? Hey, are we going to promote? Uh, we got we got an event coming up uh, in Porum. Oh, yeah, let me yeah. bring that up. When is that? The eighth? Is October eighth. Yeah, October eighth. It's, yeah. it's the cure Porum. for. Yeah, cure are you for, doing one? I'm sorry, I mean. No, go, no, no, go ahead. Go ahead. You, are you going to do another one in uh, the dome? This year? Yeah, I'll be okay. down there. I don't know when that date is, though. Okmogi? Yeah. yeah. October 22nd? Oh, yeah, that's, wow. a, that's that Saturday. Oh, okay. Well, let's go ahead and all... So we're doing a spooky season tour, 2022. September 3rd, Pawnee, Oklahoma has already passed. Uh, October 8th, will be in Porham, Oklahoma for the Cure for Cancer powwow. October 15th, we'll be in Bigsby, Oklahoma. October 20th, Tulsa, Oklahoma, at the Tulsa Public Library. October 21st, Eufaula, Oklahoma. October 22nd, Okmogi, Oklahoma. And then October 28th, Ponca Nation. Mm. So it's make all, sure you write that down. It's all available on Facebook, TikTok, Instagram too as well, I believe. Yeah. Come buy a t-shirt. Yeah, go follow us on Instagram, Facebook, uh, our YouTube channel. And we'll be announcing these dates as they go on. So yeah, uh, we try to release every other week on Fridays. But yeah, might have some shirts. I don't know. Let us know if you would buy one. I had a really good. <laughs> I had a really good. Uh, about twelve people said they'd order one. I like that Twilight Zone. <laughs> I'd like to do thirty though. Like if thirty people could say, yeah, like for real, I'll buy one. Then I'll for sure like. Send me the money and we'll get the shirts made and have them ready. So yeah, that'd be sick. Yeah, I'd like to do thirty of this first design and then see how that goes and then go on from there. Tyler, oh no, I'm waiting on me. I'll, I'll buy uh, one. <laughs> plug up yeah. your stuff. I, I thought you want me to buy a shirt. I'm I'll like, buy I'll all buy, of them. I'll buy a shirt, man. I, I'll give I'll you buy the all money. I, I, I thought you told him to plug up his stuff. I said, ah. <laughs> plug yourself up. <laughs> no. Nah, uh, you can catch me on Scoden <laughs> underscore cinema on Instagram. And uh, Pump Action Podcast as well. <laughs> Golly. 
I'm out, man. I gotta get out of here. Plug yourself up. That's the term now. <laughs> go yeah. ahead and plug it up. Yeah. Here, uh, Chris is cracking him. I'll go. Yeah. I'll go. I'll go. He's, he's dying laughing over here. People's gonna steal that now. What plug? <laughs> yeah, plug it up. Plug it up. That shirt's, that's what the shirts say. Yeah, plug, plug it up. Plug it up. <laughs> Uh, you can find me you hold a tiger on Facebook. Um <laughs> reservation underscore mysteries on uh on TikTok is that is our TikTok name. I'm trying not to be <laughs> distracted by this. Go follow like I said, said false on YouTube. Um also gonna dude, you better Chris get is, out the paddles. Chris is having a seizure. My goodness. <laughs> Someone, please plug it up. Oh, crying. Oh my God. I'm crying. <laughs> and then uh, go follow my uncle John, John Tiger Artworks. Go give him, shoot him a message. He might have something for you, Chris. Are you still with us, Christopher Hawker Hill on on Facebook, Instagram, Facebook. Or, uh, yeah, Facebook, Instagram. He's even got a TikTok. He always posts his content for his travels. There you go, Chris. I just plugged it up for you. <laughs> Chris got plugged up too. <laughs> Steady plugged. <laughs> but yeah, everybody go follow us on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. Check us out everywhere Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Google us, you would find us. And uh, go check out our shows. Uh, all the info is going to be on our Facebook page and Instagram pages. And so stay spooky, everybody. Don't forget to smudge.